0: You're listening to episode eight of the Creative Joy Effect podcast. And in this episode, we are talking about why multitasking doesn't work and what to do instead. Hi, I'm Jamie Hand, and you are about to experience the Creative Joy Effect. Rediscover your creative power to make all your dreams come true and live the life you desire. When you embrace your natural creativity, you begin to live in harmony with who you really are and step into the purpose of why you matter. Unleashing your creative joy allows you to live a happy, fulfilling life, including your home, family, friends, and even our world. Welcome to the Creative Joy Effect Podcast. I'm glad you're here. can relate to this. Have you ever been cooking dinner, finally have it in the oven baking, and so you are taking a moment to scroll through your phone only to realize you then have burned the dinner? Or maybe you've been on a Zoom meeting and during the meeting you also are online shopping for new shoes for your kids, checking your phone messages, and maybe even secretly eating a kid's snack. Or perhaps you drink a cup of coffee along with a glass of water along with a morning smoothie and a protein drink. Or have you ever checked work emails during family time and plan for your family during work time? If you have answered yes to any of these questions or if it resonates with you, you might be a serial multitasker. As a busy mom with my own online business and raising three kids, I used to pride myself on how well I could multitask. I could answer emails, create social media content, all while feeding my kids lunch. To me, multitasking almost became a badge of honor, and it was something I thought I did really well until I realized that multitasking was actually decreasing my productivity. It left me tired. Plus, I realized I was making absent-minded mistakes. So yes, when you are multitasking, you think you may be accomplishing a lot. You may even be able to cross out a bunch of tasks off your to-do list. But multitasking doesn't work well with our brains. In fact, research has shown that when we're multitasking, our brain is moving between tasks very quickly. So it is stopping and starting over and over and over again. This start-stop process makes our brain less efficient. It depletes our energy and can lead to fatigue. So instead of calling it multitasking, a better name would be switch tasking where you are actually switching back and forth, starting and stopping between all your tasks. And this is what can lead to brain fatigue. This is what holds you back from truly living in the present moment. And it holds you back from getting into a creative flow state. Let me ask you, have you ever read a good book where you couldn't put it down, and next thing you know, hours have gone by because you have sat and read this book? That is a flow state when we can give that kind of focused attention to our present moment. It is in this creative flow state where our creativity flourishes. Rather than starting, stopping, starting, stopping, it's hard to get Or connect or find this flow state when our brain is constantly switching between tasks. But I totally understand you still have more tasks to get done in a day. So what can we do? How do we get done the tasks that need to be done daily and still find time for this creative flow state? Well, like many things in life, it is a balance. But there are techniques to help you create this balance and to create this sense of flow state, yet also get your work done. So in this episode, I'm just going to share with you one technique you can use. You don't need any fancy tools or anything. You can get started today with trying this out. But it's a simple way to focus on one task at a time and to truly connect with what you are doing in the present moment. So you may have heard of this technique before. It's called the Pomodoro Technique. And it was developed in the late 80s by a university student named Francisco Cirillo. Not sure if I'm pronouncing that correct. Part of me in this podcast is I don't always pronounce names correctly, but I try my best. But he was a struggling student and he was looking for a way to focus on the studies. And so he developed this technique to help with his study time. And my favorite part of the story is pomodoro means tomato in Italian. And he called it this because he used one of those tomato shaped kitchen timers. I'll put a link in the show notes if you haven't seen one before. But he literally named it after the timer he used. So what is the Pomodoro technique? Well, essentially you choose one task. You set a timer for 25 minutes. You work on only that task for the 25 minutes. Then when the 25 minutes is up, you take a quick short break and then you move on to your next task. Now I'll go through this a little more in depth in just a moment. But the idea behind it is you work in 25-minute intervals. So you take your tasks, you divide them up, and you say, for this 25 minutes, I'm going to work on only this. And you work until the timer goes off. Now, this technique does take some practice. You are retraining your brain to focus on shorter tasks. I know so many times when you sit down at your computer, you may have social media open, you have your email open, you have your communication with your team open. You have all these different windows. You may be pulled in different directions, checking all your different notifications. But by trying the Pomodoro technique, you set your focus on one task at a time. So the first step is you need to choose your one task. Now, you may have projects that require more than one task. So if you have a big project, you're going to want to look and estimate how much you can get done in 25 minutes and start breaking your work or your project or whatever it is you're working on into 25-minute intervals. So for example, for this podcast, I had one 25-minute interval to brainstorm ideas And then another interval to outline the episode what I was going to talk about. Another 25 minutes to research the history of the Pomodoro technique. I want to make sure I bring factual information into the episode. And then another interval to actually record. And then I will go on to do another interval to um, edit and to format and then to promote on social media. So I can take creating this podcast episode and break it down into the tasks that I need. So the first thing is you need to break your project or whatever it is you're working on into different tasks. Then step one is choose one task. You can't do all of it at once. So I couldn't record this episode and edit and promote it all in one task. So you have to choose one to start. Then you're going to set a timer for 25 minutes, and you're going to work on that task for 25 minutes only. There are several different apps that specialize in having a Pomodoro timer. Now, I'm old-fashioned in the sense I just use the timer that's on my phone. So the default timer is what I use. Just set it for 25 minutes, and I just work until the timer goes off. Then after the timer goes off, you're gonna take a five minute break. Now, I think what's important is when you take this five minute break, you actually need to get up and move around. Movement is key. It kind of makes a step away. So this isn't where, okay, I'm gonna take a five minute break and now go check my email. No, actually get up, move around, go get a drink of water, go to the bathroom, whatever you need to do, do a quick stretch but I feel it's important to get up and move around during this break time. Then you can come refreshed, ready to start your next 25-minute interval. The last part of the technique is you do four 25-minute intervals, and then you take an extended break. So you can plan it out where you are going to do four different tasks for 25 minutes, t- 25 minutes each, And then you can take a longer extended break, like a 20-minute break, or that could be a lunch break, or whatever type of break it works out for you to be. So what's great is you can adapt this to your schedule, but it also gives you structure on how to use your time and be productive. Now, if you are a working parent, this also works great because if your child comes in and they have a question or they need a snack, you can show them the timer or even before you start the interval and say, hey, I will answer any questions you have or I will get you a snack when this timer goes off. And so children can start to learn too that, okay, mom or dad is working for this set amount of time, but I know when I see the timer go off, I can go ask my question. So it also is helpful if you are a working parent, especially if you're working from home uh, with your children being home. Okay, so let's walk through this one more time to review. Step one, you're gonna choose one task to work on. Step two, set your timer for 25 minutes. Step three, work on that task for 25 minutes and only that task. Don't get distracted. This is where we are retraining our brain to focus. Step four, take a five minute break after the first 25 minute interval. Then you can continue to your next task for the next 25 minutes. But during this five minute break, you want some sort of movement. You wanna get up and walk away from the computer and move your body. Then step five, after completing four intervals, so four 25-minute segments, you can take a more extended break. Now, as I said, this is the technique outlined, but obviously I'm all for make it work for you. If it works best to do three intervals and then take an extended break, then by all means, go ahead and do that. But this is an outline to help get you started so that we can begin to retrain our brains so that we aren't switch tasking, the old way of multitasking, but instead we are focused on one task at a time. Now this may seem uncomfortable or not natural at first because we are so used to switch tasking. We are so used to checking our inbox, checking social media, then working on the project, then answering a phone call, that it may seem unnatural to focus on one thing for 25 minutes. But as you start to do this more and more, you will start to see an increase in your ability to focus, which will lead to an increase in productivity. So you can get more things done faster. And when we can be more productive, this is how we can create the space to bring in more creative joy. So you can bring into existence more things that bring you joy and happiness. So many times people that want to do different creative projects or do things that bring them joy, but they never say they have time. Well, if we start training our brains to be more focused, it will lead to being more productive, which will lead to creating more space for that creative joy in your life. All right. I'd love to hear if this technique works for you. We have created a new community group. I have the link down in the show notes. So go ahead. It is free to join us and tell me if the Pomodoro technique has worked for you. And if you found this episode of value, please leave a five-star review as that helps us reach more joy-powered creators like you.